episode two of monster hunters the only show that doesn't hunt monsters but we do shun any new television show to talk about a 50 year old sitcom about a frankenstein monster and his grotesque family i am derek (laughs) and i'm a monster hunter joining me uh as he has for every episode previously is keith keith how you doing Hey, hey, this is Keith, and I who am a monster hunter. And next to Keith, as he did previously, is the Dr. Dre of Kansas. It is Terry. Terry, how you doing? Howdy, howdy. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> howdy, howdy. Is, is that the catchphrase? Is that your catchphrase? I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm throwing them to the wall. I think last one was what, hello, but this time I'm going howdy. I'm seeing, I'm going to try. Not just howdy, you howdy, howdy. Yeah, howdy. The two howdies is what. Yeah, that makes it a catchphrase. Oh, I see. Hmm. I better be careful yeah. what I say from now on. Um, <laughs> also, uh, he's sitting on the other side of me this time. So, so oh, yeah. He there, switched yeah. seats. He flipped flopped mm-hmm. around. Yep. To and, oh, your yeah. right, my left. And I am also a Monster Hunter, by the way. Yeah. Nice. I'll throw that out there. Nice. Are you guys, are you guys excited to get into uh, episode two, My Fair Monster? You know, I actually kind of am. Yeah. Yeah, I think because I think, you know, you got the the first episode, Monster Masquerade, just it hit on just a, the quick notes that you're expecting in like a pilot episode. Yeah. And and then this one should start to see the characters start to develop. You're you're going to get beyond the initial, you know, oh, here's our basics of mm-hmm. we're a weird family and everything else is weird to us. But, you know, yep. we don't notice all these things, yeah. that type of stuff. And now you get actual character development. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Keith's looking forward to character development. Uh, I mean, I yeah. am too. I mean, I've had 40 years to figure out this character, development, 50 years to get the character development of these people. But now is the time for me to actually be excited yeah. about it. All right. And before we get into anything, uh, I am sad to say that this is not the episode where uh, the babysitter sees uh, Herman Munster naked oh. and or have sex with the dog monster and or join in on that sex this is not the episode any of those things happen no the babysitter has not been broken the 20-year streak continues so if uh uh, there's what 70 70 episodes so if you're playing along at home and you've guessed episode two uh you are now eliminated from from the running if you have the babysitter um, seeing Herman naked in the pool in episode two, <laughs> well, I don't know. If, I don't know if Herman's <laughs> in the, in the pool, pool, but I, I mean, I think she could see him naked anywhere, whether it be the pool, the you bathroom, know, the porch. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I take I take back what I just said there. We didn't exactly explain the rules properly last episode, so uh, well, I'll give everyone a mulligan if you thought in episode two <laughs> was where <laughs> where she was going to break. Um, send send us in. Uh, you know, you can go ahead and 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 reach out to us. Send in details. Uh, 
what episode you think it is. There's uh, 68 more episodes to go. You tell us the number, and then uh, if it hits it, you know, maybe you'll win a prize of some sort. Now, should we say that you just say what episode the babysitter breaks in, or yes, yeah, that's the, yeah, the babysitter breaks by seeing nude Herman. Now that's uh, extra points, though. If they get yeah, it exact, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You need to predict what episode she breaks and what of our three predictions is it? Is it the just closest. seeing? Is it just seeing? <laughs> <It's the closest. laughs> is yeah. it just seeing full frontal uh, Herman? Is it Herman and Spot getting it on? Uh, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it which one is it which one's the closest and, and if you have a new theory that you think might happen um i mean how could we be wrong but you know you can throw that our way too i guess now my only caveat to that is that you haven't watched these episodes like before and you're just coming up with a theory don't tell me it's episode 50 and mm-hmm. something happens and yeah. it's it's because you just watched episode 50 like two weeks ago because it's you watch the monsters once a year. I mean, yeah, yeah. no spoilers, yeah. no spoilers. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, now that I say that we've done it up top, we should probably wait to the end and be like, well, that was the episode that the babysitter did not break in. Um, so, <laughs> hey, look, look, we are learning just as everyone else yeah. is. We're, 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 no, we're kicking the tires. We're a strong intro. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's, right uh, in. <laughs> there's rules to this hunt um, and, and we'll be figuring out as we go, apparently. All right, so this is episode two. Uh, I'm not sure any of the specific. Oh, Keith, you have specifics about this episode, right? Uh, not specifics of this episode uh, exactly, but uh, you know, we've been uh, in our first episode. We kind of broke down the show in in general, um, and we were gonna kind of talk about some of the characters as we went along. Uh, starting this week with Herman Munster, uh, he was played by uh, Fred Gwynn. And I mean, I've always known Fred Gwynn as, as Herman Munster. I think the only other few things that I would even uh, relate him to, even though he does, he's got 66 acting credits here, um, is he's in My Cousin Vinny hmm. and then also uh, Pet Cemetery. What is he oh. in My Cousin Vinny? He's the judge. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did, did you say two Utes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's in the original uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, as well uh, but yeah he had uh, so I mean he's got 66 acting credits his other big thing that he did prior to the Munsters uh, was he was on car 54 where are you mm-hmm. from 1961 to 1963 uh, and uh, Al Lewis who plays uh, uh, grandpa was also on there as well they uh, they were oh. on that show uh, together and uh, in reference to our last episode uh, he did show up on the Red Sky Skeleton hour. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, yeah, but he showed perfect. up as as he showed up as Herman Munster. Oh, and not Ooh. Captain America. No. What a um, and the Danny K show, which I'm not sure what that is, but he was also he showed up as Herman Munster on there. So it sounds like he would do the rounds a bit every now and then on as shows Herman as Munster, yeah. as Herman Munster, which um, a couple other quick facts here. He was not the original uh, person to uh, that was he wasn't the original person offered the role of Herman Munster. Uh, John Carradine, who was a horror and western actor and the father of David Carradine, mm-hmm. uh, he was the original person offered. Uh, Fred Gwynn, Fred Gwynn attended Harvard, uh, he drew cartoons mm-hmm. for and was president of the famous Harvard Lampoon. Mm-hmm. And it's later gone on, and uh, he later on in life became an accomplished artist 
and wrote and illustrated several children's books. Sure did. Hmm, that's yep. cool. Uh, the, the interesting thing that I was mentioning about his appearances on other things, um, apparently the suit was horrible for him. I guess uh, it was fairly, fairly miserable uh, thanks to the various devices necessary to transform into the lovable Frankenstein monster. He wore as, asphalt pavers, uh, pavers boots with four-inch soles. Hmm. His thighs, arms, and torsos were covered in 40 pounds of foam rubber padding. Wow. Uh, he contended with back pain daily caused by the weight of the suit and inflexibility of the shoes. His head was fitted with foam latex piece to flatten the top of his head. And then he had to endure two hour two hours in the makeup chair. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, very heavy and hot under the studio lights. He lost ten pounds in one month despite consuming gallons of lemonade in between takes. Uh, they eventually got a compressed air tank that would uh, poke a nozzle inside uh, the collar to help cool him off. Hmm. Wow. Uh, one big benefit though is apparently he didn't have to do a lot of other personal appearances. Uh, the two-year run, they were very popular, and people wanted to see them a lot and promote the show a lot, and he did not have to do very much of that, and so he got to relax a lot on his days off. Um, one of the rare times it says that he went out in public, him and Grandpa Lewis, uh, they were in the 1964 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and it says uh, apparently in, in the interview with TV Guide, he was taking slugs from a bottle of whiskey the entire time he had to get bombed so they could say hello to all the little kitties for 40 blocks. Oh, yeah. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah. And as I, as I mentioned before, uh, him and Al Lewis, they were on uh, Car 54, Where Are You? Right before then, uh, that went from 61 to 63. And then he jumped in on uh, on this right after that. And it ruined his life. <laughs> I would. I mean, again, it's the thing that I think he's probably most known contributed for. most to his death contributed most to his death and most to his popularity in society. Those yeah. are usually tied together. Anyway, uh, whatever you're most popular for is also going to tie into your death. And, uh, you know, so that, I think that's, uh, you know, that's a quick little Fred Gwynn intro. I mean, how do you follow up the depressing lead of that? Um, the, the man who had to get shit-faced to deal with children because the, the outfit that he was wearing was debilitating and crippling. Mm, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> we still did it. That's how big his heart was. That's how you know, <laughs> yeah. much he wanted to please the children. He did, yeah. he did it, even though it was going to be painful. Yeah. Poor guy. Hmm? That means, Terry, if, if Keith's got those heartwarming and uh, uplifting <laughs> nuggets, that means Terry's got specifics about the show. So yeah, this is episode episode two, My Fair Monster. Uh, it was directed by David Alexander. Um, he's done a lot of TV, and he actually directed the pilot of the Munsters, the unaired pilot. Oh, um, we gotta find that. I wonder if it's available somewhere. I'm gonna it's look on my you DVD talk. box set. Oh, hey, <laughs> dang it! There's <laughs> the reason like for I buying got, that. I got it for a reason. Well, well, well. Um, I think it might be on YouTube as well. Oh, hmm. well. That note was more for Derek than you. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to rain on your DVD uh, parade, there, Terry. Sorry. Uh, well, I'm gonna yeah. tell you what. Everything I'm looking at right here says "My Fair Monster" is the unaired pilot. Oh uh, yeah, they did two versions of it. Yep. Oh. This, yeah. I I will say that Lily Lily is fine, but this Phoebe one, Phoebe actress is looking. Uh-huh. St- Al Lewis is still the same. Okay. Okay. Go on. I'm sorry. 
I didn't want me to derail by what oh. pictures. <laughs> You're good. I was curious, yeah, because this this episode and that uh, pilot have the same title. I was curious if they like reshot or if they just decided to use it for their second episode instead. Um, but he's also done, yeah, some Star Trek, Get Smart, and a show called My Favorite Martian. Um, oh yeah, mm, yeah. I, remember, I know My Favorite Martian. I've never even heard of that. Um, mm-hmm. It's about somebody that has a Martian, and it's their favorite one. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. The, guy from Lost, the guy from Lost in Space was uh, was on that one. Uh, the yeah. Do- Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith, yeah. yeah. Anybody have a favorite Martian of theirs? Yeah, Dr. Smith. Oh. <laughs> Matt Damon. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Hmm. I like that little alien from Looney Tunes, I guess. Yeah, Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. Yeah. Uh, it was written, this episode, by Norm Lieben and Ed Haas. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, normally, been he's done a ton of monster stuff. Uh, I think we talked about this guy last episode, maybe I don't remember. Um, but it, it, his credit was developed by which I wasn't sure what that meant. Maybe he was one of those writers in the room just cranking out episodes, ideas, and stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, Ed Haas has actually had some very similar, he developed, developed by as well with the monsters. Um, and then, yeah, he's done. Just a bunch of TV, Get Smarts on here, Jerry Lewis show, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. He did some stuff for that as well. I love the Dick Van Dyke show. Never seen an episode. It's one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Man, oh man. I, Mary Tyler Moore. Hmm. I love I love all of it. Is it just like a, a, a sitcom, classic sitcom? Yeah, kind it's of a classic sitcom. But Dick Van Dyke writes for like a... Um, a TV show, like a like a Tonight Show, this pre Tonight Show, so it'd have been like a, the Soupy Sales Show. I don't know who the who fucking wrote for, it, <laughs> but he was on. He was like the head writer for a TV show in the show, and mm-hmm. then he came home to his wife Mary Tyler Moore, and fell over an ottoman, and it was just a very funny show. Okay, that <laughs> it. Cool. Happened every episode. Well, every intro, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the guest star for this, I actually recognize this person, John Fielder, as the mailman. Mm. Um, I recognize him too, but I didn't know what he was from. He's the voice of Piglet. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> like that voice, I just knew I recognized it. Um, and he was also in 12 Angry Men, which is probably, I don't know, Piglet's important too, but 12 Angry Men is a really good movie as well. <laughs> He's really good in that movie as well. Yeah. His voice is very unique. Um, but he's worked for a long time. He's got 200 a- or 202 acting credits listed um, going from 1955 to 2005. Well, uh, a lot of that. Piglet movie. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that's Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah. Uh, but he's done like Tales from the Dark Side, Emperor's New Groove, True Grit, Bewitched. He's done some other stuff too. But Winnie the Pooh, I think, is his uh, claim to fame with Piglet. I'm going to tell you what. If you can get a gig like that, where you're just the voice of a beloved character for 50 years, you got to mm-hmm. roll with it, right? You can't, yes. you can't look that gift horse in the mouth, right? You can just be like, let's rock and roll. Yeah, Piglet, that'd be a, you know? great. Yeah, like something like Scooby-Doo, where like those actors were doing it for years. And I think they yeah. might have actually They still do. I think recently. the guy that does Fred still does Fred. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then, yeah, I mean, hey, if it's... <laughs> I would totally be in on. Yes, I'm yeah. not going to get tired of this ever. I'll just do this forever. Well, I guarantee if Casey Kasem were still alive, he'd still do Shaggy. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I wonder if you just like at that point in time, you just feel like one check a year. That's like here's your piglet money for the year. Just whatever, whatever <laughs> piglet related activities we have for you. <laughs> here's your piglet cash. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Like we we pay you like if you're doing it for that long, like at, at one point it was like a normal paying gig, but after a while you're like on retainer or something like that. Like yeah, here's your retainer. Yeah, here's your just your money. Uh and we're gonna call you when we need you to voice piglet, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna answer yeah. the phone, you're gonna come down where we need you. But here if you go. If you need me to do piglet, there better be another zero on the end of that number. Well, I'm excited now that I know yeah. that this is Piglet. It really puts a new spin on this. So this is My Fair Lady mm-hmm. or My Fair Munster. Now, when <laughs> I saw the title, I immediately thought My Fair Lady, which is a very common trope, right? Where it's yeah. like, oh, I, well, we'll get to it. So this one opens up on a stormy night and a car pulls up and Marilyn is being returning home on another date, Right. Yeah, and but this is not uh Tom, this is uh, I think Jack, right? Yep, so Jack and Marilyn come pulls up, but Marilyn uh is like, uh, You want to come in? Which to me is like very forward. Oh, he's yeah. like, Well, I'll walk you to the door, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, he's fine. Well, he's doing because he thinks that she's like gonna be in some danger or something, and she's just mm-hmm. like, Let's go, come on, this is where yeah. I live. Yeah, like, she, she's looking to like get it on with Jack, and yeah, he's just like, Ah. I don't know. This place is spooky. Um, but he walks her up boots. to the door. She doesn't have her keys. She forgot her keys. Uh, and so she has to ring the bell or knock on the door, right? And it's like, go, go, go. And then you hear the, and here comes Herman. Like he's on his way. He opens up the door and uh, Herman makes his way up, opens the door. Jack sees him and runs off in, in comedic sped up <laughs> film style. Right? Climbing, he, climbs over. Hell over yeah. the wall there's a gate right there he's like nope mm-hmm. no time for gates dr jones <laughs> he climbs up over the wall up over the top that says the monsters or whatever and uh hits the road and Marilyn wants to know what's the matter with her also by the way when when herman answers mm-hmm. he looks a little bit out of it and like he's just staring straight ahead and then he has to look down and he's like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah hello Mar- hello Marilyn. <laughs> yep like the like i think it's like a homage to like the old uh frankenstein maybe like his entrance is very similar he like walks out his eyes are like rolled in the back of his head mm-hmm. <laughs> i, I kind of like that that was yeah. pretty fun he like he was creepy. asleep and then he walked out to the door because he heard somebody knock and then yeah, he like, got woken up. Huh? oh <laughs> hello Marilyn. as as was established he's not very smart uh so <laughs> is that his resting face <laughs> yep he just he's like yeah Ah, who's at the door? <laughs> and he's like, oh, there you are, Marilyn. And then Jack's oh, like, I'm going to GTFO. And he just runs in that sped up film style. And then we then Marilyn's like, what's wrong with me? And then we get the monster theme song uh, that still slaps, still yeah. as good as it was. Nothing's changed. Herman comes out the stairs. Herman's going to work. He gets to kiss. with. He has a, like, he gets a little kiss on the cheek, turns, and then gives the weirdest grin as he's walking out. <laughs> he kind of like, like shakes his head a little bit, and he's like, hmm. "I think he's like just so proud of yeah. himself. He got like yeah. a kiss or something." Is I was like, "Did I deal? did I miss it? Did like Lily grab his butt or something on the way out?" Because he like turns and like also just like, "Oh, he's just like fucking yeah. hey, that's my wife, man." Yeah, he's got some he's zest proud. in his step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. he's like, excited I can't to go wait to, work. to come home. <laughs> so. Then we come back after the introduction, right? The titles. And this is possibly the most boring two minutes of this show. Uh, Grandpa's playing checkers with the ghost. 
there's like a, a bowl of rocks that's doing something next to him. I thought that was going to be cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. What it was. It was just like it. It was I, I whatever it was, it was intended to look like someone invisible was reaching in to it. But it just looked like things were spinning. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why I went the why I thought it was bugs was because it it never stopped moving. Yeah, I thought they were yeah. crawling around in there. Ugh. But but then like they go over and like Herman's just staying in there and they go back to grandpa and he's like, I got you now. He's playing checkers, <laughs> like with and then the invisible person like triple jumps him for a king. So now that proves that grandpa's an idiot too. Yeah. So Herman wrecked. and Grandpa, dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah. and then so that takes like 45 seconds to a minute 20. Way too long. It's like, mm-hmm. oh. And it's trying to like establish that they're weird, right? Yep. yep. But all they had to do was go to the weirdest thing. And the whole thing is Eddie sitting in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> He's just chilling in the fireplace. There's a fire going. He's sitting why, there. Why are you sitting there? He's reading a book. He likes being cozy or something like that. I can't remember. I think he says. I'm having I'm having fun or I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And to which uh, Herman says, "Don't talk fresh to your mother." Yeah. <laughs> it's like get get out of the fireplace. Oh, but I'm having fun. Don't talk fresh <laughs> to your mother. And then he's like, "You you're always says something like about you're always giving me a hard time because like kid, you don't talk like that to Marilyn." And there's yeah. and there's like just get off. Yeah, the Maryland's bed. a college student, like a college yeah. student, or like maybe just post college. Like I, I didn't know they haven't established what she does. I don't know if maybe she was maybe like a nursing student or something because she seems like she, maybe she is in college, but maybe not. But he's like a grade school kid. Yeah. Like there's obviously different rules. That whether mm-hmm. you're a werewolf and she's normal human, there are rules going on here, dude. Like, yeah, you're a kid. <laughs> get out. And, of there. and he's clearly a kid because he goes to school, and we'll see that later on. Right. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. like he's just like a hundred year old wolf man that just is in the form of a boy because werewolves don't age. Nope. He's just a boy. That's a yeah. wolf. Right. And yeah. Don't forget the open flame isn't what they're worried about. It's the no! draft from the chimney. Yeah. It's a draft. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, there's a draft in the chimney. Um, and, but he, he's mad they has to go to bed because it's still, oh, it's still dark outside. Um, okay. But the kid goes to school though. So I don't understand what this family does. They're really starting to irritate me a little bit. <laughs> this <laughs> oh, opening boy. scene, I did not like this opening scene. It was just this so... is episode two. Derek's mm-hmm. already annoyed uh, by these people. All right. So anyway, it's like, he was talking about, so he runs off and that's, the, is that the last we see of Eddie? It might be. I can't remember. Uh, except for no, the he, part, he, you know, yeah, he comes up again. Okay. And then Marilyn comes in and she's upset because her date just got over and she's like, oh, I'm just going to go to bed. And then, and Marilyn or not, not Marilyn Lily was going to ask her about her date. And, and uh, Herm is like, Whoa, don't, no, 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 don't say anything about it. And then that upsets Marilyn a little bit. And she just goes off to bed. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Lily says something. Oh, wait, Herman says something uh, to the point of like, she, what are we doing? We have to get her out of the house. <laughs> She's got to yeah. get out of the house and get married. Like they're tired of supporting Marilyn. Um, he, and yeah. he also he also says that her looks come obviously come from yeah uh, Lily's side. That's her niece. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know that that's your sister's you know child. You know yep. and and makes those type of comments to no which one Lily's on like uh, look like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's very much like uh, 
I think they say like we don't want her being old maid, you know, being here forever. Yeah, like because yep. he's, he's you gotta do something. And Lily's like, why do I have to do something? It's like you think it's so hard. I have to clean I have to clean nine rooms in a dungeon every day. Now Herman reveals something very interesting here. Mm-hmm. He says that he has to go out and scare up rent every day. <laughs> yeah. They're renting that house. Daily. Is that what we're like? There's yeah. a, a daily renewal on their their lease, apparently. Oh, no, I thought it meant because he goes to a day job every day that he has to go out every day and scare up the rent. Not that he has to like pay rent daily on the place. Uh, well, OK, unless unless the rent on the house is what his paycheck is, there comes yes. a point where his daily job no longer pays for rent. It pays for some mm. other things, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only. So other either he's scaring up rent on a daily basis or it but they're renting, right? They're renting a haunted house. Yes, yeah. That's what I was that's what I was like. That's so weird that they're renting yeah that weird house. Especially because like as we'll find out when we meet uh the neighbor uh, a little bit later, like it does it doesn't sound like the people there it, before it, yeah. were a problem. Yeah, the yeah. people there before weren't a problem. The house wasn't weird before. Yeah. It's just that some monsters have gotten there. Uh, but they're renting this place. They're renting the place. I kind of thought maybe like he was like a tough and he was going out and like getting the rent from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's strong arming people out yeah. of the, mm-hmm. the rent maybe. collector. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming at some point in time we find out what he actually does when he goes out every day. But as as of right now, that could be it. It's either that or you know, uh, you know, showing off his you know full frontalness <laughs> to people. Maybe he's, but he's would only, be scaring he's got, up the rent. Yeah, that would yeah. Be. Uh, Herman Munster's OnlyFans account uh, back in the day. <laughs> That's how he's scaring up the rent for everybody. Yeah. So he's scaring yeah. up rent. She's cleaning nine rooms in a dungeon. But we've seen the house; it's covered in filth. So. Maybe she's got like a reverse vacuum cleaner that just blows crap all over her place. And, I don't know. And also, so far, there's only five people that live there. Five people. We've seen yeah. a room. Yes. Uh, okay. So <laughs> we do that. And then they're worried Marilyn's going to end up an old maid. And Grandpa's like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'll dig up someone for her. <laughs> and like, I think yeah. that that's the whole, no, I'll dig someone up because in, he's going to. In the old country, horse. when we needed a man. Mm-hmm. I would dig up some. I would yeah, dig up said something like that, right? What does that mean exactly? Uh, I, I just dig up a corpse, make another Herman, I guess. Well, okay, yeah. So now that's is he responsible for like Herman? Yeah, did he make Herman? And then, like, did he make Herman for Lily? By that's my guess. That's that's yeah. canon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he goes to his dungeon. He opens up the door, and a bunch of smoke pours out. Right, and mm-hmm. then they say something like he's going to get. He said he was going to get a fan down there. Yeah, and that yep. was that was the big joke, uh, <laughs> I guess. You think they would like it? Yeah, this seems yeah. like a bad thing that they would. Yeah, do exactly. Like you'd think they'd want to cough from smoke because they're the monsters. They'd be like, "You need more smoke down there," you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go. He goes in the basement, and this is the first time we meet Igor the Bat. He's flying around, Grandpa, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, not right now, Igor." Oh. And now I enjoyed this. He goes up to this big book of spells. And he's like, poison apple, poison bananas, poison enchiladas, poison TV dinner. He's he's, he's going down. He's like, wait a minute. I don't want poisons. I said potions. Now, did either of you look at the page? Yes. Uh -uh. It was just had like scribbles on it and like big drawings. (laughs) 
really like a very poor version of hieroglyphics yes it was like oh there's a fish okay and then there's uh i don't even know a christmas tree maybe i mean it was spiral like mm-hmm, a spiral circle uh squiggly lines of this but it's also cool he has a book that will go to the pages that he needs yep like, and I don't remember potions. seeing him ask it to go to potions originally and it went to poisons. He just walks up and it's there. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, don't you understand English? I said potions. But I like the poison apple, poison banana, poison enchilada, and mm-hmm. then poison TV dinner. That made me laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. okay. So there's lots of scribbles and it goes to potions and he goes, no, love potions. And so it goes there and he reads this one. I only wrote down the first part of it to win. Oh, the I got love, the whole thing. To win the love of man or maid, quaff, because there's quaff. I couldn't figure out what that one was. Quaff this potion unafraid. And then the next line, Keith. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the I have the uh, recipe. I'm sorry. Oh, and the next one is it, like the next instruction was like to, to shake well before use. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which kind of made me lay. Uh, okay. So what's the, because I know there's a touch of Frank Sinatra in there. All right. Yep. Uh, I, I rewound this one uh, to, to get us all down. One cup powdered whale heart, mm-hmm. uh, one teaspoon of nightingale tongues, mm-hmm. yep, a pinch of hexacorum, okay, w- which was like uh, little like preparation H or something, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a touch of Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. a secret ingredient, a woman's tears, <laughs> a woman's tears. And I thought that was going to have meaning later on, yeah, but. It's, it's very dramatic. Like they like zoom in on his eyes, yeah. as like putting it in. Made a big point that it was woman's tears, and like we we're gonna find out it was Lily's tears, or you know, yeah. What what woman's tears? Which one of his hundred sixty seven wives' maybe, tears was this? Yep. Maybe it's like nope. Marilyn's tears from being sad about like her boyfriends and nope. stuff. Nobody's tears. Nobody's specific oh. tears. But they made a big deal out of it. Or we're we gonna find out that maybe it was a woman's tears that got replaced with the man's tears and stuff like that messed up you know so, somebody's no, been cutting the tears that's what been cutting the tears yeah. like from the last <laughs> last episode we found out that people are pinching stuff out of grandpa's stash and replacing it with baking powder yeah so he puts that in a blender uh, yep. literally <laughs> i didn't mm-hmm. like that with all this hubbub and then he just throws it in the blender yep. and turns it on <laughs> i stopped and paused it to look to see if there was like um like if there was like a good enough view of it that like would say like a brand name because I was like, I guess they could do some like uh, product placement a bit at times even back then. I was like, is there like specifically like some sort of actual blender that they were like pushing at this time? Like blend co. Yeah. So he puts it in the blender and then he's like, I gotta get Marilyn to drink this potion. If it's half as good as the batch he made for Elizabeth Taylor, which I love the second episode in a row. So last time he's made reference to the guy that he helped win an Oscar. And now he's making another pop culture reference about two Elizabeth of them, Taylor. Yeah, Frank yeah. Sinatra and Elizabeth oh, yeah. Taylor. And Elizabeth Taylor famously had like several husbands, right? Mm-hmm. Like, probably 10 by the time this uh, episode aired. So now well, he's got this push and we cut to the mailman at the neighbor getting friendly with a neighbor uh and they're doing nothing but talking bad about the monsters yeah it's like uh they're awful blah 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 and he's like i gotta deliver a package he's like look what i got and he pulls out this like um uh like a a little bindle around his neck full of garlic <laughs> uh, but what, what i thought was funny is like he holds it up and she's like whoa what's that she smells it and it's like you don't know what garlic is yeah <laughs> well garlic that's been in a 
in a little bag, uh, like, and then inside his shirt and oh, <laughs> jacket Keith. the whole day while he's delivering the mail. All I'm going to tell you what, garlic is garlic. It doesn't <laughs> like, yeah. it's going to smell like garlic no matter what, man. Yeah, he's, but he has it to keep away evil. And I'm she sure he's keeping away yeah. more than just evil at this point. Keeps away she seemed evil. really repulsed. And they're yeah, like, gossiping. Well, and she then seemed evil to me. She said something like this. Herman has a body you'd expect to fall out of a closet. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wasn't 100% sure what that meant. I don't know either. I, I found it funny, but I did not understand what it meant either. <laughs> anyway, she does not like the monsters at all. Ever since they nope. moved in, it's all gone downhill. So I don't know yep. what that house was like before the monsters moved in. That's that. That's what I really wanted to know. What if it was an empty lot and then they put mm. the house there? They built it, yeah, on the property. Maybe they just it just next morning it was there. It's magical. Oh, they're, yeah. They're renting from Satan. Satan put it there. Oh, oh man, there you go. that's canon now. I'm yep. gonna tell you what. If uh, if uh, Rob Zombie's listening, time to rewrite. There it is. Or oh yeah, be in there. So, but the neighbors putting in an electric fence to keep the monsters from maybe wandering over into her backyard. <laughs> yeah, which later on we'll see shouldn't be much of an issue. But that's what it is. The mm-hmm. mailman's like, man, I gotta deliver, and I'm gonna be friendly with you. Smell my garlic, and she's like, well, here's my electric fence. We go back. Lily is making breakfast for the monster clan, and she is making. Oatmeal, <laughs> nothing Yuck. peculiar, yep. nothing weird, no eye of newt, no nope. uh, anything, just oatmeal. Yeah, and a big cauldron. I yeah, guess a big cauldron of it. Yep. Yeah, lots of oatmeal for only five people. But Herman must have an appetite, and that's understandable. He's a big mm-hmm. Frankenstein. He's like five men. Yeah, yeah. And Grandpa's like, uh, what does he wants to eat? Like the old days. I didn't understand what that meant, unless he meant like people. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He did want some fresh blood in the family, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So he asks which one's Marilyn's and he puts the potion and stirs into Marilyn's oatmeal. Devious. He knows Marilyn's going to come down, eat this Mm. oatmeal, and then everyone will be in love with her. Makes sense. And then he quick does a disappearing. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. And he disappears into (laughs) like a big poof of smoke. (laughs) Which really says, you know, you shouldn't smoke before breakfast. (laughs) <laughs> which is weird like yeah i mean if you're gonna smoke smoke whenever i guess like what difference does it make if you delineate before breakfast or not mm-hmm. weird yeah. so Marilyn comes running down she's late she's like oh i'm just gonna grab some coffee at at like the the student center or something like that right yep yeah yeah, yeah so she's a student of some variety yep she's like i'm just gonna get some coffee no meal for me and Marilyn's like well it's getting cold so let me put it all back into the pot to warm it up so she grabs Marilyn's uh, potioned up oatmeal, puts it in there, stirs it back up, and then here comes Herman and Eddie, and she dishes out some fresh oatmeal from them. <laughs> I don't understand. It, That's a really there's like 50 gallons of oatmeal right there. Yeah. She's like, yeah, well, but dude, cold oatmeal is nasty. I mean, yeah, yeah, but just toss it. Why do you have to put it back in, <laughs> stir it around, and then re-dish out three bowls? Yeah. Didn't they share any dish out the other bowls? Like, yeah. didn't everybody have their own bowl already? Herman's yeah. only Herman's only out there scaring up rent. I mean, they, they got to keep a budget for their, I guess their so. groceries. Well, then my suggestion is don't make all the oatmeal at once. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> oh, okay, so now the, the second time we do see Eddie now, mm-hmm. is that a dumbwaiter he's coming out of or? 
just like oh, a yeah. cabinet. He just opens up the cabinet and he's there. Yeah. Maybe he lives <laughs> in the cabinet. I didn't see there. like a, a dog. I don't know. I because I was like I, it at first I was gonna be like, is he just coming out of the cabinet? But I was like, that sounds dumb. It's gotta be a it's gotta be a dumb waiter. No, maybe and then I, and I was like, I didn't see anything that looked like that. Just like normal doors and boop, out he pops out. Yeah. Yeah, and he's ready to sit down and eat. So Lily dishes up some oatmeal for everybody. And then Herman thinks that Marilyn's problems might be partially their problem because ever since they moved in, they really haven't talked to the neighbors. They must think that they're snobs. We need Mm -hmm. to be friendlier to the people around us. I like like the fact, though, that at that point, when he first starts to say is setting up the, hey, we're we're monsters. Maybe it's our fault and not hers. But then he just leans into, wow, we just haven't been that social lately. Yeah, we just got to be friendlier. That's all. Nicer to the people around us. Nicer to the neighbor. Blah, blah, and then Herman and Lily look at each other, and there's music. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the classic love theme. That they're was all googly eyed awesome. at one another, and she's like, "Oh, you're lovely," and "No, oh, you're lovely." And then Eddie's like, "Isn't something to say how I'm lovely?" <laughs> they look at him, and it was a very Bart Simpson-y moment. It was like, "Shut up, boy!" Like they didn't say that, yeah. but they wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that did crack me up. Poor Eddie, yeah. nobody complimented. But they're him all well. eating this tainted oatmeal now, yeah. um, and now you you know craziness is going to happen here. Apparently, this is all happening in real time because now the mailman mailman is coming over from the neighbors, and I thought this was funny. Like the closer he gets to the Munster's house, the windier it gets. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it's know. it it is sunny out when he is in mm-hmm. uh, the the. Uh, Miss Cribbins' yard and so it is sunny out. It's a nice day. Yeah. And she's getting that fence put in. As soon as he walks past that fence, yep. It gets dark. That's it starts saying. to rain. They're red from Satan. It's like a tumbleweed blowing by. Yeah. Which then reminds me in the in the first episode when they're like, Oh, it's not raining. Or like he's talking about the Eddie refers to the lightning and hope it hits the house. Like, is all that just at their place? Like mm-hmm. it maybe it never rained and ruined the, you know. The, the other party, the party they were at. It's yeah. only raining there. So he's walking up. Uh, he rings the doorbell. L- Lily says she's going to go get it. Herman's like, oh, I'm going to go out back and water the weeds. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, also, I think, that, Derek, this is why, like, in the last episode and this one, there's a lot of b- back and forth is because a lot of it is supposed to be real time. Oh, it's I all think is. Time. Yeah, like, you're they're jumping back and forth, and everything is just happening, like, that's how they're just showing you everything happening at the at the same time. They they just it. go with a lot of cuts in this show. Yep. Yeah. So then we get the mailman. He's delivering Lily, and he's just like, "What?" And then he falls in love with Lily, and then he she, he, she says something. Can I ask you a question? He goes, "Can I ask you a question? Do you believe in love at first sight?" <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And then we cut to Herman. He's in the back. And he's watering the weeds, as promised. And this is why you don't need electric fence. There's just a bunch of shit back there. Like, <laughs> they're not getting from one yard to the next. There's just weeds and and brush and trash. He's watering the weeds, and he sees the fence, and there's like people putting in the fence. And Miss Cribbins, the neighbor's back there. And then Herman's like, oh, can I help? And she she's turns and she's gonna give him peace for her mind. And uh oh, love potion. <laughs> that music kicks in again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh so then we cut back to the mailman and he is like 
aggressive. Oh, like he's yeah. all over Lily and he's like, call, call me Tiger. Call, yeah. Yeah. Call me Tiger. Yeah. Then, well, first of all, it was call me Walter, which was his name. And then yeah. like two seconds later, it was call me Tiger. I mean, Tiger. Yes. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> call me Tiger. And then we cut back and the neighbor lady is all up on Herman. And yep. uh, Yolanda, my friends call me Yo-Yo. And, okay. And there is no that, way. No way her name is Yolanda or Yo-Yo. But before she said that, I'm, she said, my friends call me. I said, yo-yo. In my mind, you I called like, it? They call you? Yep. And uh, I called the yo-yo. And she's like, my friends call me yo-yo. I was like, yes. Uh, <laughs> and then we cut. And here's Eddie. He's running. And he's getting chased by a bunch of like school-aged girls. And they're screaming like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Running down the street, getting back to the house. So then they cut back and the, like Herman and Lily are trying to make heads or tails of it. Liz like, oh, I had too, too much perfume. And Herman's like, oh, I came on too strong. <laughs> you know, that monster charm. Yep. Uh, they, they don't they don't make them like you anymore. They don't make men like you anymore. <laughs> says to Herman. Yeah. Uh, and then Herman looks in the mirror and guess what? It breaks. That's <laughs> break. <laughs> Herman breaks another beer by looking into it. That's two for two. Two episodes Two mirrors broken by Herman looking into mm-hmm. You'd think they just wouldn't have mirrors at this point. Well, I guess yeah. the first episode wasn't his house, was it? So. Yeah, just get rid of the mirrors. Yeah. Then we Herman and Lily and Grandpa, they hear some racket out front, <laughs> and it's the mailman and he's serenading Lily. And it was There's- I wish I would have wrote the lyrics because it was a song specifically about him, about and what to call him. Uh <laughs> This scene and, was so funny. It was so bad. Yes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Something like, do you think it's the whispers of the trees? No, it's just me, Tiger. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and Grandpa wants to throw a, a potted plant at him. And Lily's like, no, 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 no. Uh, so Lily says she's going to go fix that. And Herman says, I'm going to go fix the neighbor. And Lily's like, she's been calling every 10 minutes. And then Grandpa does throw the flower at him, which was. Yeah. Funny. I did like that. <laughs> so Herman goes out the door, but Miss Cribbins is waiting there. It's Yo-Yo and the mailman. And now whew, this is when it gets a little bit much for me. Uh, there's what felt like a 25-minute chase scene between <laughs> Yo-Yo, the mailman, Herman, and Lily. And it's a Scooby-Doo style chase. Very much so. They're going in and out of doors. There's some spinning thing. Uh, boy, yeah. there's a lot of trap doors in this house. Went on is, for is a we long time. Herman goes in the cabinet. Yo-Yo goes in the cabinet. Yo-Yo comes out of the cabinet. It's like, I don't know where Herman went. She runs away. Then Herman comes out of the cabinet. And you're like, okay. So a lot point. of that. For yeah. a long time, it did go for a while, yeah. And then, uh, and then Tiger and uh, Tiger and Herman are in the spinning, yes, like, yep. spinning thing. And for like 10 I- revolutions, it just kept showing them spinning <laughs> and spinning and spinning. Then like, the, oh. the suit of armor that he wore in the first episode shows up in the thing yeah. for a little bit, and yeah, but it, it's very like live action Scooby Doo esque of them like running yeah. into different doors and it's popping out, monkeys, Scooby Doo, the, the Beatles, like the help movie did that too you know it's just mm. like whatever mm-hmm. lots of that happening then there's the while this is all going on a uh, grandpa's in his on a slab on a marble slab 
uh, laying on his back, reading a book floating above his head, and the door mm-hmm. is doorbells buzzing or whatever. And he's like, somebody to get that? All right, I'll get it. And Grandpa's pissed. He's like, am I the only person <laughs> that lives here sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. like, goes to get the front door, and it's Marilyn because she forgot her keys. This is the first time we've seen something that was been mentioned early get used again because she forgot her keys early on, right? Yep, so yep. she forgot her keys again, and Grandpa had to let her in. And Grandpa uh, asked how her date was. She's like, it was really good. He wants to see me again. And Grandpa thinks it's, well, it's because I you know, put shit in your oatmeal. And she's <laughs> like, well, I didn't even eat oatmeal today. Right, like I was running late. He's just like, oh, well, that's weird. I'll just make you more. And she's like, well, there's another kind of magic too. Yeah. And <laughs> Grandpa's like, well, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mar- Marilyn leans in the fact of like just her and her, you know, good looks and everything are magic enough. Nah. And he's like, nah, we'll we'll still help. You. Don't worry. <laughs> Fuck you, little girl. I'll make you a potion. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. which by the way she's not upset that like grandpa was trying to drug her either that's nope (laughs) i'm just like oh you're just trying to help your old grandpa monster i'll be honest two episodes in i'm really i'm i'm really worried about Marilyn. she is really not connecting with like uh like the psychological trauma going on to her at this point in time of (laughs) what's wrong with me oh grandpa would try drugging me it was no big deal yeah there's other kinds of magic too many things are normalized for Marilyn. Uh, yeah i don't like Mm -hmm. so anyway grandpa's like oh then who else who had the potion and then he just noticed that there's ruckus going on and then he has to say well it should be wearing off any minute to give you know what happens next uh a grounding and then guess what it wears off <laughs> uh, and he and he's and he's like i'm gonna go to my room now yeah he just yeah. runs away and he's hides like, again <laughs> oh, peace out this is too mm. much fun i don't want to be part of it so then you see yo-yo and tiger and they're all like yo oh, call me yo-yo call me tiger and tiger is real aggressive a little like kissing her arm and stuff and she's and she's trying to pull away and then all of a sudden like there's uh, like the reverse of love music plays. It's like, and now they're no longer in love. And in fact, they're so opposite. They just like the mailman dives out the window. Yeah. Well, okay. He stops, looks at her and starts to whistle a bit, like yeah. slowly walking away. And then when he gets to the window, then he does that, that hard dive out. He dives out the, how did, did yo-yo do anything weird? Well, she she's like Herman's laying on the ground, kind of like leaned up and she's holding him, like trying to get at him. And she basically just lets him go, uh-huh. which you see his whole hair kind of flap up a little <laughs> bit on the back. Yes, you do. Uh, oh, th- it wasn't fully connected there. Uh, it looked like. But that's <laughs> like that's all. And then she like quickly storms out. Yeah. But she didn't dive out the window or like, no, no, she didn't dig a that. tunnel or something like that. Or no, but I thought it was the whistling where he was just like when he came to, he was just like <laughs> he's gonna casually leave, yep. casually point. leave, like out the front door. Nope, first place he sees the window, boom. <laughs> I, I get the Herman, the why you're scared of him. He looks like Frankenstein's monster. I'm not so sure I'd be super horrified. Lily looks like a normal human being, yeah, which she, is crazy makeup, yeah. yeah. So they mailman dives out the window. And then does Lily or Herman say this? I can't remember. She says, well, dear, think we let them down easily enough? Because then <laughs> yeah. Herman goes crazy. 
He's just like, her, 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 her. he's pounded on the floor. Like, it's the funniest thing. Like, oh, man, my day (laughs) is complete. She comes over and sits and just sits on his hip, too. Not even like a chair. She just comes and sits down on him. Yeah. And and his stomps and everything are like the whole house is made of metal. Yeah. I mean, I get he's supposed to be big and strong, but it, it makes it seem like the whole house is made of metal. Anytime somebody hits something. Yep. Yeah. He just thought that was the funniest thing God in the world. Damn it, he did. Yeah, he's just like, boy, this is great. What, what an adventure we've had. Is this the first time we've seen him laugh? I yes, think- like that. Doing that. The first big laugh. laugh that I think he becomes known for mm-hmm. uh, as as time goes oh, on. Okay, yeah. it's a thing he's going to keep stomp doing. Stomp and the laugh yeah. and everything is shaking. Now the thing like- we don't see is we don't ever see like Eddie when like things like wear off like mm-hmm. does he have like you know is he surrounded by like you know the six chicks who chased them home earlier and also yeah. they're like hey what the heck's going on here yeah we don't see them anymore once again eddie's like shoved under the rug who cares we don't have, yeah. we don't need to deal with him too much <laughs> yeah and then we come back for the button of the episode and then they're like grandpa mm-hmm. did you get rest- rid of the rest of that love potion He's like, yeah, I threw it over the fence right into the neighbor miss cribbin's garden i think it landed on the cabbage it's yep. like, all right, that's cool. And then he cut to Cribbins. She's got the mailman over. And, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. I don't do this often. It's not often a mailman gets a home-cooked meal. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> poor mailman. Like, yeah. I bet you other mailmen get home-cooked meals. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> like a bachelor, and that's why he doesn't yeah. get them. And he's just like, oh, what are you making? It smells good. And then you know it's cabbage. And she's yep. like, oh, it's the home cooked meal, corned beef and cabbage. And the cabbage came straight from the garden. <laughs> Here, come yeah. take a big whiff. Yeah, come take a big smell of my cabbage, which is such a weird statement. <laughs> that seems like an innuendo. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess the potion, uh, you have to, all you have to do is smell it because mm-hmm. then the two are like, they're going to get it on next to the yeah. corned beef. You think they're in love with the cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> that's why we never cut back because yeah. like, it's American pie, but with cabbage. Oh. <laughs> it's about to get oh, a little yep. crazy in this kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The babysitter would have walked in on that. That would have broke her. Yeah, it would have broke her. <laughs> yep. 20 years, I've never seen somebody fuck cabbage before. <laughs> All right. But then we come back, back to the monsters and. Like they knew what happened. Herman goes, well, I guess it takes all kind of people to make up the world. Yeah. And then he, he laughs. Was, yeah. And then well, they we, easily just peep into the neighbor's yeah, house. Like they looking. knew. They knew what was going on. Hey, they're going to mm-hmm. fuck some cabbage. It takes all types. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Credits. I got to say, I, I didn't, before we get too far away from it, when grandpa uh, says, Oh, I got rid of it and goes, <laughs> and he does like that suspicious laugh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah, it did. And Herman calls him out on it, even though I was like, that is pretty funny. Grandpa, once again, is probably my favorite. Uh, so he far. is easily by far the most entertaining portion of the show. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember as a kid liking Herman quite a bit. So, man, yeah, we'll see. Mm hmm. But Grandpa, yeah, I mean, this episode was better than the first episode, for sure. Yes, yes, I agree 100%. Between his whole thing and the first one where he's in his lab and he's 
you know, and, you know, taking the uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde potion, nothing happens. And then this scene when he's there and he's mixing up the, uh, the love potion and all this stuff, you know, seeing the book and like everything that, you know, the touch of, uh, or a touch of Frank Sinatra, et cetera, are like two, like both times he really kind of steals the entire episode in the scene. But all in all, better than the first one. Um, and would I come back and watch episode three? Uh, yeah, there's no other options. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think I agree. This one's a lot better. I think they yeah, just kind of they got the vibe a little bit more nailed this time. It wasn't mm-hmm. as like maybe hilarious as I wanted, but it was more hilarious than last time. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. On the hilarious scale, it's still like a one or a two. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there were some funnier moments, I guess. Well, for those scoring at home, that was episode two, My Fair Munster, not a parody of My Fair Lady at all. Nope. Just a just a fun title to throw out there. Mm-hmm. I really thought it would be. I thought it would be like uh, Marilyn is having trouble, so Lily and Herman decide to make her look more Munstery, is what I thought was going to happen oh, in that episode. That'd be great. That was a great idea. I bet you that comes up. That's got to be an idea they came up with later, right? It's got to. Like, yeah. It's like, well, you're just not monster enough. Let's monster you like a, up. Like a reverse, she's all that. Yeah, that's all I thought. I thought it was going to happen, but it didn't. Yep. So no, she kind of disappears for most of the episode. Yeah, Marilyn, yeah. not a big role this time. She's just the she's the bookend, and she's at the front. I don't have my keys. Yeah. And uh, here's my crazy uncle. And then I don't have my keys. There's other kinds of magic. Now I'm okay. interested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> now i am interested in uh as we go to episode three uh like is she is it gonna open up with her on a date again well we'll see um and see if that's like a theme that they keep pushing through this uh whole first uh you know few few things uh is like maybe their sticking point of trying to continually prove how the monsters are so much different than everyone else and for those playing along at home or watching along we will be doing episode three next episode so yep. yeah this is true which also, I mean, they may, they establish it in the intro that Herman is leaving and going somewhere. Also, he has to go out every day to scare up the rent. Yeah. So he's leaving the house every day. Yeah. yeah. How does, I, I guess, how does he not, I guess, un, how does he not understand that there's something weird about him if he's actually going out in the real world? At least that's See, what it seems when he goes everyone out Everyone else, yeah. Maybe yeah. he's got like a special job. Maybe it's like a like cost. Like he's at like works at like a haunted house and like you know. So he's all dressed up. People just think he's in costume already. Hmm. Now let's know. not forget we have established that Herbert is stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he is. He know. is. Yes. And I think it's the only way you can go through life going out of the house and seeing the general population and realize that you know they're not come up with once but like maybe i'm the weird one maybe we'll find out why marilyn lives with them oh yeah maybe there's like a tragic backstory you know Mm. yeah her like sister mom was like a horrible accident went down an alley and tried to get robbed and you know if there's not i i would expect that rob zombie covers it in his movie oh yeah i bet yeah yeah. That's a good cold open is find out how Marilyn came to live with them. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we'll discuss that later on. We'll come up with theories. Yeah. I mean, I've, obviously, if we hit the reasons what broke uh, the 
maybe, maybe she's the next three has to be what yeah what what exactly happened to Marilyn that she ended up here why is Marilyn with the monsters mm-hmm. but that's for another episode and until then keep on hunting nope <laughs> <laughs> that works too it's always hunting seasons oh uh, shit, <laughs> but sorry. keep on hunting works too until then I like that. Keep it's always, always hunting season. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it? At How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gollin. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.